I would like to ask you to prepare yourself. We're going to enter into a time of hearing the word of God, and uh, it's very important. And I believe this is this can rock some of your foundational teachings, and you might have heard differently. This can even offend you sometime. I want you to be prepared for that. Get your notes ready so that you can write down what God is going to share this morning. But I just want to lighten up the momentum so that you can, with a good story, you know. All right? This uh, couple of stories I would like to read. Some minds are like concrete, thoroughly mixed up and permanently set. The good Lord didn't create anything without a purpose, but mosquitoes come close. If you see me talking to myself, I am self-employed and I am having a staff meeting. (laughs) I wish mosquitoes suck fat instead of blood. (laughs) I eat twice as much as meat as possible so that the vegan who thinks that he is making a difference doesn't make any difference at all. This is my all-time favorite. Men, listen to this very carefully. The recent study shows the woman who carried extra weight lived longer than the men who mentioned it. Okay. Okay. Lift up your Bible. Say this after me. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Influence me this morning. Influence me this morning. Holy Spirit, I pray that uh, have your way. I don't want to be in your way. Try to do something cool, contemporary, clever. I just want to be a channel where you can flow your spirit this morning. And I pray for the presence of God to touch each one, each and every one of us. Holy Spirit, we need you. Prepare our hearts to receive. Prepare. Why don't you put your hand on your heart and you say, God, I want you to prepare my heart to receive. Put your hand on your mind and you say, God, I want my mind to be Sensitive to hear. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Church, I want to talk about prophecy, actually. The title this morning is Prophesying in God's Way. You know, prophecy is one of the subject that the church has taken to both extremes. There's a church that takes prophecy into a sense of almost everything is prophetic, everything is, you know, prophetic sign and uh, it has taken to one side of the pendulum the other side it's almost like the word we see a word prophecy it's almost like a curse word and it's it's completely ignored put it on the carpet and it's kind of the church is divided and uh, I believe God has given this gift and I believe God has given this gift in the body of Christ the first Corinthians 14 talks about this this Gift is given for three things, edifying, encouragement, and comfort. But this church, as a church, we are called to prophecy, not only to ourselves, to one another, but also to the body of Christ, but beyond the body of Christ, to the world. And God used in the Bible different prophets. And we're going to look at one prophet who is one of the weirdest prophets in the Bible. His name is called Ezekiel. And we're going to read 10 scriptures, um, 10 verses from one of his chapters, 37. I want to ask Kiranti to go ahead and read Ezekiel 37, 1 to 10. 
the hand of the lord was upon me mm-hmm. and he brought me out in the spirit of the lord yes. and set me down in the middle of the valley mm-hmm. and it was full of bones mm. he caused me to pass all around them mm-hmm. and behold there were very uh, many human bones in the open yes. valley mm-hmm. and lo they were very dry mm. and he said to me son of man can these bones live mm. and i answered oh lord god you know i replied lord you alone know the answer to that again he said to me mm. prophesy to these bones and say to them oh dry bones hear the word of the lord thus says the lord god to these bones mm. behold i will make breath enter you so that you may come to life Amen. i will put sinews on you mm. make flesh grow back on you cover you with skin and i will put breath in you so that you may come alive and you will know that i am the lord hallelujah so i prophesied as i was commanded and mm. as i prophesied there was a thundering noise and behold a rattling and the bones came together bone to its bone and i looked and behold there were sinews on the bones and flesh grew and skin covered them but there was no breath in them mm. then he said to me prophesy to the breath son of man mm. and say to the breath thus says the lord god mm. come from the four winds o breath and mm. breathe on this lane that they may live mm. so i prophesied as he commanded me mm. and the breath came into them and they came to life and stood up on their feet an exceedingly great army amen so we let's pause here i wanted to just to highlight a little bit look at verse 10 and look at verse 7 there are two important phrases i highlighted up in the screen you can also see so i prophesied as i was commanded there was verse 7 look at verse 10 so i prophesied as he commanded me this is the key thing when it comes to prophecy it's not your good ideas it's not what you feel good it's not what you think it's a good thing that the person other side on the receiving end can feel better this is only one thing it's to collaborate with the creator and to declare what the creator has in mind and you just become a channel amen amen this is the beautiful part of prophesying but there is a soulish way to prophecy and there is a we going to explain that in the later part of the sermon but there is a god's way to prophesy what is a soul soul is your mind emotions and will and many time what we do is we take the soul part and we think this is the this is the intention from god and we use it god's method in our own way listen to me you can't take god's method in god's idea and do it in your own method if you do god's idea in your own way it will never produce the fruit that god desires so every time the prophets comes with a dilemma there is always a choice the choice is either to do it in your soulish way or to do it in the way god wants and that's why the church is divided that's why we have we are living in a times where we are so scared of prophecy but actually prophecy is one of the beautiful thing and in the last days god is raising up prophets and i believe god also said to us there will be many false prophets and how are you going to judge yourself from the false prophets and from the other prophets just just because there's a lot of false prophets doesn't mean every prophet is a false prophet is just we need to understand and use the discernment gift one of the gifts of the holy spirit to find out if this prophecy is it from the soulish way or is it from god 
And I have written down a few scriptures. I will run through quickly. 1 Corinthians 14.1 says, Pursue love. By the way, please go ahead and read 12, 13, 14 of the 1 Corinthians. You will be able to get a good understanding. Because of lack of time, I want to finish off by the time that was given to us so that we will uh, get as much as we can. So I'm just giving you nutshells of some scriptures here. So 1 Corinthians 14.1 says, Pursue love and desire spiritual. And I put it in the brackets, gifts. If you read, if you look at it in the Bible, it's the gifts are written in italics. What does that mean? It's it's actually was not there in the original text. It goes like this. Pursue love, desire spiritual, but especially that you may pros- prophecy. It's not just spiritual gifts. What we have done is we have reduced the spiritual into gifts. And then we put the gifts into individuals and we highlighted few gifts and we diminished few gifts or we ignored a few gifts. But God has given these gifts not just to be a sign, a medal of decoration on your collar. It's actually the gifts of the Holy Spirit are not medals of honor, but tools for the job. Amen? Amen. So actually, God is interested not just you using the gifts, but he is interested that you become spiritual. And when you become spiritual, you can walk in the fullness of God by being a blessing, a channel, a voice, which is called prophecy. Look at verse 1 Corinthians 14, 16. Now brethren, sister also can listen, uh, if I come to you speaking with tongues, what shall I profit to you unless I speak to you either by revelation or by knowledge? This is beautiful. This is so, so beautiful. Here, Paul is talking about a a particular problem. What happened? People come in the church and they are trying to show off the gifts. One of the gifts they show off tongues and that's what happened in the church they try to be super spiritual by the way let me tell you all the gifts that you received that's written in first corinthians 12 13 14 and also in romans 8 and also in first peter 4 ephesians 4 11 all those gifts that you read all these gifts there are almost nine gifts and nine charismatic gifts and seven practical gifts are there. All these gifts are for the body of Christ except one gifts. What is that? It's called tongues. And we will come to that later. So this tongues is for you to edify you, to encourage you. But what happened? The church kind of made it ultra upside down they went into the church building when they gathered together they started speaking in tongues they started kind of showing off that they are more spiritual that's what imagine you go to Irish food market and the guy asks you what do you want sir good morning doctor you say rashala khandura malitarara ribala kasha what are you going to think the guy going to look at you and say doctor where did he come from did he come from Kilpak? That's exactly sometimes we do. We try to show off with our gifts that actually God never asked us to do that. But Bible says, look at verse 1 Corinthians 14.22. It says, therefore tongues are for a sign, not for those who believe, but for the unbelievers. What does that mean? It means that tongues actually, it tells Look at some people look at like say, wow, he's speaking an unknown mystery. What happens? You are edified, you are encouraged. And when you live that encouraged, edified life, people look at says, this guy is walking in the spirit of the Lord. Amen? Amen. Look at 1 Corinthians 14, 24. But 
if all prophecy and an unbeliever or an uninformed person comes in he is convicted i've underlined that he is convicted and convinced by all what happens when you start prophesying bible says the believer looks at him and says wow how do you know that what happens you you had a heavenly download and when you had the heavenly download you no need to say thus says the lord you no need to have any voice modulation says thus says the lord you no need to wet the microphone with your saliva you no need to do any one of those you can just say you know what this is what daddy is saying to me i just feel this you just share it and that's it what happens this guy will be like, how do you know this how do you know this he has been convicted why because something that's going on inside of him daddy god revealed to you to share and it's so easy you know and the first corinthians 14:31 it says for all of you can prophesy one by one that all may learn and all may be encouraged so what is the goal of prophecy so that all may learn the spiritual but also all may learn to be encouraged Amen. Amen. The word enthusiasm comes from the word called entheos, which means in God. Only in God we find life. Amen. Amen. First Corinthians fourteen thirty nine says, "Therefore, brethren, sisters, listen also. Desire earnestly to prophesy, and do not forbid to speak in tongues. That's why we don't forbid in Papa's house to speak in tongues. But we are not here to show off that you are a tongue talker." see the most important thing we focus here in papa's house it's not about if you are a tongue talker or not we don't care if you speak in tongues we don't speak in tongues it's a gift that god gives to everybody it's beautiful and those who speak in tongues you know you can understand the will of god better it's beautiful and i will if god permits i will share in depth what are the benefits of speaking in tongues but that's not the point here but what we also encourage people in the papa's house we encourage people to hear god and to share share that is prophecy hear god and share and when you do that you can starting to collaborate with god co-partner with god and your life becomes a channel of blessing to others amen amen, amen. i want you to remember these four basic things to remember okay write down these four basic things all the gifts of the spirit is given to you to bless others amen all amen. the gifts of the holy spirit is up in the screen yes it's to given to you to bless others number 2 tongues are the only gift that is given to you to edify and strengthen you so tongues are the only gift that is given to you to edify and strengthen you i've written down some scriptures here acts chapter 2 there are three different manifestation of tongues acts chapter 2 if you read it talks about the disciples when they are gathered together they were upper room they were praying and they suddenly started speaking in tongues and that tongues were human languages because during the pentecost time lots and lots of nations were gathered and these galileans usually aramic or hebrew speaking galileans started speaking in other languages and that's called human language and the second one it's it's recorded in first corinthians 12 from verse 8 to 10 it talks about someone speaks an unknown language and someone interprets that's what we that's not translation it's not word by word it's interpretation it's uh, it's not like somebody speaks in a longer tongues and then is a longer word by word in translation interpretation is different from translation translation is word by word interpretation is the summary of what god is wants to convey to that particular person for a particular people group so that is called uh, someone speaks someone interprets it's also called prophecy the third 
third one is called PPL, not IPL. It's called personal prayer language. 1 Corinthians 14.2 where the Holy Spirit speaks and your mind is unfruitful but your, your spirit is fruitful and the Bible says you are utter mysteries to God. So this is what happens. The tongues are a blessing for you. You can understand the will of God. Tongues help you to know the presence, uh, feel the presence of God. Tongues help you to discern the will of God. Tongues help you to walk in the fullness of the Holy Spirit. So it's not a gift only for the Pentecostals or charismatic for the weirdos or for some extremists. It is a gift for everyone. It's up to you to receive that gift. So don't ignore it. Don't put it in a box and say, ah, that's not my cup of tea. Don't do those things. Just receive it. And I receive tongues not in a prayer meeting. I received tongues when I was alone. I said to the Lord, Lord, I desire to give, give this. And he gave me a language. And it is a language. It is not just a word. It is a language. God gives you a language. But how do you learn language? You learn language by speaking a small word. And that's how when you came out of your mother's womb, you didn't say, Hola, Amme, Sogamayu. You didn't say, Hello, Amma, Kesa hai. You didn't say that. If you'd have done that, your mom would have had a heart attack. But you know, you didn't do that. You started crying. And then you say, you know, water. And then you say, you make words here and there. That's how it is. God gives you a word. If you're a good steward, and it becomes a sentence, sentence becomes a phrase, phrase becomes a language. And some Christians just stuck with the word. Why? Because they have never allowed the Holy Spirit to allow them allow the holy spirit to grow in them amen so i believe that's another topic by itself so we don't have time to deal with that so the third one everyone can prophesy first corinthians 14 31 talks about everyone can prophesy that's what i want to focus on you can be a prophet in the midst of crisis right now in number four when you prophesy you have a choice to please god this is very important please god or please men this is why we want to talk about this subject. Why? Because today we wanted to try to give nice words. You know, I don't know about you. I heard so many prophecies that said before Easter, all the virus is going to go off. People said before Easter, all the virus is going to go off. Easter came and next Easter is going to come. <laughs> you know, you think Easter, because you prophesied, God is going to come and Take out these things just because you prophesied. And this is the thing. Lots of time we prophesy and many of the prophecies are not spirit driven but soul driven. What do I mean by that? We want to give ear tingling word that makes people so good. Now they are coming. Now the 21 days and 90 days lockdown. They made a math. 24, 21 plus 19 it's 40. And what happened in 40 days? There's a circular going around in WhatsApp now. 40 days Moses fasted. 40 days this. Now they are saying 40 days everything is going to be finished. I like to believe that. I hope it happens. But let me tell you. God is not interested in your little mathematics. Nobody wants to say amen, no? God amen. is not interested into your little pagan worship. Much of what Christianity is bowing down is pagan to its roots. And I want to challenge you. Just because you came up with an idea, you think God is going to fall into it. That's what many prophets have fallen into. Even in the old times, there was a guy called Balaam. You know, he kind of fallen into this money, wealth thing. And he, he became addicted to this. There's a guy called Kehasi, a prophet, servant. Imagine, he, he could be the next successor. 
but he could not be because of the pressure that he fell into his mind he kind of fallen into and he took shortcuts and he lost his inheritance my friends my family of papa's house and those who are watching for the first time i want to encourage you welcome you and i want to say this to you in the name of jesus listen prophecy is a beautiful gift but if you do it in god's way it will produce the ultimate fruit of christ being formed in you but Amen. if you do it in a soulish way you can get temporary promotion glory here and there you can put your visiting card called prophet blah 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 but then it's going to be fade away and you will one day knock the door here i am lord i prophesied i did this god going to look at you and say i don't know you i don't know you chup karo andar chalo something like that he will say Mm-hmm. so what what is prophecy look at this i have written down three things number one prophecy is a testimony of jesus is the spirit of prophecy hallelujah mm-hmm. revelations 1910 what is the testimony of jesus christ formed in you christ being glorified is the spirit of prophecy in the old testament prophets lived crazy lifestyle and they did function you know even saul was filled with the holy spirit god filled even samson he had multiple girlfriends god used anybody god was looking for a launching pad that's it in the in the new testament god was not looking for a landing pad god was looking for a dwelling pad amen, amen. that's what happened after the cross jesus came and he did a reset button and in a such a way now god doesn't want to come and use you god doesn't want to give you a title called prophet god wants to use you this gift of prophecy so that you can build the body of christ you can build yourself you can Amen. build the body of christ Amen. you can be a blessing to the nations of the world Amen. so the testimony of jesus is the spirit of prophecy number 2 declaring god's mind over a person or a situation that's called prophecy it's called foretelling you can do it in god's way or a soulish way that's why it's so important that you declare god's mind you know god thinks about everything right now scientists are scratching they don't know what to do you know they even think about doing some you know um, there's a lot of videos i watch some of them are very comical and it's you know some of them are suggesting that you can uh, throw disinfectant on on your body or whatever it will it will take out the virus you know it's so weird and so many things are going around it but have you ever pos- down humble yourself and said god what is your mind over this nation of india what is your mind we are seeking the expert scientist mind we are seeking the expert doctor's mind have you ex- sat down in the presence of god and say god what is your mind for my nation what is your mind for the migrant workers what is your mind for the people who are dying every day without knowing you what is your mind for the people who are suffering who are dying that is going through domestic violence a child abuse the increase of porn in this nation lord what is your mind have you sat down and asked it's important that you ask the mind of god god will reveal it to you number 3 prophecy is not only a revelation of god's mind but also a confirmation of god's mind over a person that's why whenever you prophesy you don't no need to have a voice modulation or change anything you don't need to say thus says the lord you say i feel the lord says what do you say when you say i feel the lord says i think the lord says i believe the lord says what do you mean you are giving that person to test the prophecy and that's what it leads me to the next uh, point how to test the prophecy please write it down it's very important church is very very important seven things quickly we're going to go through it does it glorify jesus every prophecy from the lord not from the soul from the spirit glorifies jesus 
Amen. It's, that's why if it is not glorifying Jesus, it's not from the Lord. Does it agree with the scriptures? Hello, the will of God and the word of God comes hand in hand. What God spoke through his mouth has to be agreed through what he spoke and through his word, the written word. It has to be there. So you don't just say, I feel like that. You know, sometimes people say, I feel like ah, I need to dump this girl and go with another girl. I feel, I just need to do this. Don't go with the feeling. Feeling is a soulish way of thinking. And soul, it's not necessarily bad, but wherever you get the resource... That's what the soul is going to influence. If you get the resource from the spirit, soul can be a blessing. If you get resource from, from, the, from the flesh, soul can be a very dangerous thing. You know, that's why. Does it agree with the scriptures? Number three, is it bringing closer to God or taking you far? Prophecy from the Lord has to bring closer to God. Number four, is it bringing bondage, condemnation or freedom and liberty? One of the beautiful things the Spirit of God when He speaks, it brings you into a place of freedom. Amen? Amen. A freedom. You can feel light. Wow, God is the one. You know, Jesus is the only one who convicts us without condemning us, who corrects us without shaming us. Religion does the opposite. They don't convict us, they condemn us. They don't change us. They don't transform us. They shame us. You know, that's why the religion shuns you. The world shames you. Christ is the one that empowers you. Amen. Number five. Yes. Is it confirming already what is God is doing or speaking to you? So it's always a confirmation. That's why when I prophesy, and God uses me in the gift of prophecy, when I prophesy, I, I always ask this question. Does it make sense? And sometimes people will say, yeah, it makes sense. Sometimes people say, I don't know, but it doesn't make sense. I tell them, you know what? Put it there, up there. Ask the Lord if it's there, take it. Otherwise, just, you know, throw it in the bin. Amen. So, Amen. your job is a mailman, postman. You just give what the Lord says. That's it. You don't open the mail. Don't check it. Don't alter it. If you do that, your postman, imagine your postman is doing that. Every day he opens your mail, he checks it, he alters it, and then he gives to you. You will fire him. Right? In the pits of wherever. Mm? Right? You don't keep him. So that's the thing. Sometimes we prophets, we want to give them politically correct message. We want to make them feel good. You know, hello? No need to make feel them good. You are just a delivery man. You are just a delivery woman. You hear God, you deliver. That's it. If it doesn't make sense, number six, Put it in the shelf. Let it fulfill at the right time. Number seven. How are their fruits who give prophecy? It's very important to check. You know, that's why my ministry, this one hour in the front of you, is not my main ministry. My main ministry is my family. Ministry is committed to my family. If I am failure there, I am a big fat zero in front of you. So that's why I want to encourage you. Too many people have built up their ministry on the stage. Off stage, there is no ministry. Let me tell you guys, your family altar is more important. Your family is more important. Your testimony in the family is more important. It's not about getting a good name outside your family. Pastor Charles, Reverend Charles, Evangelist Charles, Traveler Charles. All this is good for nothing. Hello? I can also cook. We made a good biryani also for Kranti and Rani. And it's going to soon come on uh, YouTube. We are planning to start a Papa's house kitchen. You know, all this is going to be good for nothing. You know, we made this yummy uh, Hyderabad biryani. And uh, watch out for that. Stay tuned. All this is going to come. Little promotion on the sides. All this going to come for nothing if my family altar is broken. 
Hello, I'm adding little humor to it. Let me tell you, your greatest testimony is with your parents, your children. Look up to you and say, my daddy lives up to what he preaches. Hello, lot of pastor's kids hate to be a pastor. Why? Because they see the hypocrisy. I was one of them. I don't wanted to see, you know, the double standard in my family. I wanted to go far away from that place. God restored my life. I believe that God can do that in your life also. That's why it's so important. 1 John 4, 1 says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit to see whether they are from God. Because many false prophets have gone out in the world. Just because false prophets have gone out doesn't mean every prophecy is wrong. That's why you need to have the discernment. One of the gifts is to discern. Is it the spirit of God? How you know it is the spirit of God? This is what leads to me to the final part, which is very important thing. Soulish way to prophecy over a people and God's way to prophecy over people. The first one, soulish way. Five things quickly we're going to go through. The first one, soulish person seeks to please people. Whereas God's way to prophecy is to seek to please God. A lot of people seek to please people. Promotion is coming, brother. Your double promotion, double for every trouble. Sounds nice. You know, promotion is coming. Increment is coming. Sevenfold blessings are coming. Your vat will never empty. Value added tax. <laughs> you know, your bonds will be filled. You are living on the fourth floor. Where is your watts and bonds? You know, all those nice soulish prophecy is never going to take you through. Hello? It's to please people. And then they will send you. You know, you can donate. I want to challenge you. Use the gift of discernment. I want to be challenge you. Don't fall into the soulish way of prophesying to people. Just because they are going to get, you know. Uh, you know, I, I remember one guy, uh, he, whenever he prophesies to the young girls, he always says, the Lord says, you are my princess. He's, you know, the, the girls are all beautiful. The Lord says, you are my princess. And, uh, and, um, and I figured out uh, this guy is actually, he wants to say, if, you know what I mean. This is the soulish way of prophesying. Don't fall into that thing. You know, you know you are a princess of the Lord. You don't need a weird single guy to come and lay a hand on you and say, oh, Oh, you are my princess. Hello? <laughs> Be rooted in Christ. Amen? amen? Hello? Yes or no? Type amen. I don't see any one of your emotions. I know you. by the time you'll be laughing or looking at your spouse or whatever. But listen. Don't fall into the soulish way of prophesying. Number two. This is the soulish way of prophesying. Make sure people are not offended on being politically correct. They are want to be very politically correct, offended. You know, they don't want to. I was ministering recently um, in a country which I will leave unnamed because some of you must be watching from that country. And, uh, and one guy, right after the sermon, I came out. They were in the ministry time. I was praying for them. One guy came up to me. Would you please pray for my partner, he said. And I'm like, partner, what is this? Uh, so I kind of like nudged and she is not believing I am believing the Lord but she is not believing the Lord I said okay uh, explain to me about your partner she he said he's from another country from that country but that partner from from Sri Lanka and uh, and she's a Hindu and he said uh, we are together and I asked him what do you mean together are you married I said he said no but uh, in our spirit we are married 
and i'm looked at him and i said you want her to be saved but you are not living into the gospel that you believe first i i said to him you know what if i'd have said to him nice things probably would have supported me but i said to him first you need to repent that you are living together living together is a sin you need to repent number 2 you need to not have any more sex with her you need to stop doing that send her away from your home and you need to get married if you do that stand for it then i will pray for you i tell you my friend his face became so suringified i don't know how to say that in english it shrinked very much you know and i told him i'm sorry to say i have to tell you the truth it's not possible you can't pray for god's blessing when the platform is not clean holy presence of god can dwell only in the holy body somebody say amen amen it's important so the next day he said i want to bring her i said i am not going to convince her because you didn't show christ by your choices let me tell you if i wanted to be politically correct and the pastor standing next to me he was shocked that i shared this i said you know what the worst thing you could do is never invite me back but listen to me i am accountable one day when i stand before the throne room of god and when he looks at me i want to be counted as good and faithful servant not good and famous servant having so many followers on facebook that is not going to count good and faithful servant is what counts what is the god's way of prophecy obedience to god is his or her top priority number 3 seeks approval and acceptance of men approval and acceptance of men make sure you do this in such a way that people will approve you you know what you don't need to be approved you are already approved by god you don't no need to be accepted you are already accepted by god i'm not Amen. saying prophecy from the holy spirit has to be rude and insensitive i'm not saying that don't read me wrong don't misunderstand me what i'm saying is there is such a soulish way of prophecy going around in the world that people think anything that we they feel uncomfortable immediately they think oh no this guy is condemnation preacher let me tell you ask the holy spirit to convict you if it's not can if you if you're not allowing the holy spirit to convict you you're either deceiving yourself and you are walking in a very terrible path which is not going to bring any fruit of christ in you number 4 title has become his or her identity have you seen the soulish prophets they throw the titles a lot you know prophet so and so you know right now right reverend uh, that pastor's title and all is very normal now right reverend bishop archbishop you know titles that's why in papa's house we don't use titles why because titles are function you know so many pe- uh, i mean we don't have so many people in papa's house the ones who are coming most of them are working in a very po- high positional doctors and nurses you never see hear me calling you by doctor why because that's your position i call you my brother i call you know and you ne- and whenever sometimes people call me pastor i immediately tell them please don't call me pastor you can call me charles if you're uncomfortable call me anna because maybe i am older to you it's good that we keep that mutual respect or you call me brother fine we are brothers and sisters we are family no one one guy went and to jesus i said good teacher 
he said why you call me good only god is good my friends titles are not our definition the greatest title christ gave us is that we are the children of the most high god what a beautiful privilege so that's what title for the soulish pastors have become uh, prophets have become more important but look at this his identity is rooted in christ not in what he does but who he is amen that's why in ephesians 26 says you are seated in the heavenlies your heavenly position that's where you are at don't fall for the titles don't don't look for the don't print your visiting card prophet you know right reverend pastor these things are not going to help you it's just mere functions your functions may change one day but what never changes your rooted identity in christ Amen I'm preaching good say amen. Amen. Last but not the least self promotion. The self the soulish prophets have self promotion. They have exclusive club. They only pray for the elites. You know no time for the common men. You know look at the the prophets who pray from the spirit. They live in the reality of another kingdom. Equal everybody is equal in and they are all made in the image of God. That's why a real man of God has he can function anywhere. it can function anywhere to be a message of hope you know sometimes people write and ask i can come to your church but how big is your church my message has to be preached to so many thousands this and this jesus never looked for crowd he went there crowd followed <laughs> today many pastors will never come when there is not a big crowd it's opposite of what is going on i want to challenge you to think about it i want you to be a blessing because the world is right now watching the world is looking is the church really showing christ or it's showing something else so we have an option either to increase our soulish way or to be the vessel of honor to bring christ exalted there is a beautiful scripture in the bible when the son of man is lifted up he will draw all men to himself let us be that that the church that exalts the son of man so that all of them will come to know the knowledge of god last but not the least this is what i'm going to finish off with i know i'm running out of time so but you no need to leave the church have your tea and take a car and go back to your home it's in your home you're watching so i can go a few more minutes this is what we're going to learn how do you prophesy five simple things easy easy you have to put it in practice you can start right now after the service you sit together with your family you wait upon the lord you prophesy one another look at this and first one be willing to listen to god over a particular person or a situation sit and listen ask god what is your word that you want to give to my wife what is the word you want to give to my coworker what is the word you want to give to my friend amen amen not your single friend <laughs> the lord says that does not work okay okay number 2 step out in faith to share that means speak declare what god said to you remember he spoke and things came into existence so what happens so you step out in faith don't just hurry about i still remember telling you the story uh, i dropped my wife in the cincinnati airport and uh, i was coming back because she was flying back uh, earlier and i i dropped her and i came out took the car i, I was about to uh, punch in the card and to get out of the airport and there was a lady standing sitting there you know taking money on the counter and uh, it was all happening in 30 seconds you know and i felt the holy spirit said tell her god is her healer he is listening to her cry and uh, 
and i am like oh, no man man my indian accent sister tell her god is my healer like people will think uh, what she is going to think i was all this war going on inside but I mustered up the courage i said ma'am the lord wants to tell you he hears your cry he is your healer and she said she started boiling and she said you know what i i i'm living with my sister i have a terrible back pain i don't know what to do and if i if if i quit this job i will be without money and she started going on and on all this happening in 30 seconds less than 30 seconds i said i stretched out my hand can i ma'am can i pray for you in jesus name father we bring healing and uh, upon upon your daughter that's it i never saw her what is your goal you take here god you step out in faith and you do it and many times we kind of reason it what if you know and i i have done the same thing what if the people will think i'm crazy hello who cares if you're crazy you know it doesn't matter you belong to another kingdom number 3 don't worry or bother about what others think this is very important when you want to share the good news of god don't worry or bother about what others think you are just a mailman number 4 be consistent what is consistent you being consistent every time you don't just say i prophesied uh, last 1987 october 5th th- around 3:30 in the mo- afternoon i prophesied <laughs> you have to prophesy every time when you god speaks be consistent and this this is the last thing if you are faithful in the little you will be rewarded with much amen, amen. God wants to use this church right now. God wants to use this church to be a voice. You know, as you go out tomorrow, many of you are going to go out and work, and many of you are going to be meeting in the front lines. My brother Sunil said he was on the front line, serving the poor and the needy, and he was doing some test. And uh, he asked us to pray, and we were praying, covering, pleading the blood of Jesus upon him, and for many other doctors and nurses, and even the trash pickers, the people who are coming, and vegetable sellers, the people who are there on the front line. we pleading the blood of jesus you know what you can be that vessel that says god this patient is sitting in front of me i know he is sick but there is something deeper than the sickness is there i want to hear from you and prophesy over that person amen, amen. you don't need to shake your mouth do some rhythm don't need to scare anybody no need to sh- make a big drama you just gently as you are talking you hear god and you keep on speaking and you be consistent i tell you my friend there is going to be a time will come the world will look up and you will see christ being exalted in the church and they will say yes this is what i want to choose to do